the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black in Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Good day and welcome in. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Part of the fun part of financial planning is stock picking and stock portfolios and income portfolios. Some of the stuff that's not as fun are wills and trusts and social security and getting older and Medicare. Uh, but you got to put it all together because you don't want to live a grand life now and then find yourself at age 65 lonely with no property and no way to pay for your bills. Big seminar coming up, Retirement Income Tax Planning Seminar at the Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos, California. It's $25. Um, but if you're a radio listener and you've never been to an event, you can use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. You can sign up at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show, or NewFocusFinancial.com, NewFocusFinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25. It's September 20th, 630 CFP. Chad Burton, you are joining me now. How are you, sir? Doing very, very well. Um, I kind of want to start off with Social Security because I've got a friend who contacted me. And um, it, it was one of those, I don't really have a financial plan kind of moments, but he didn't know he didn't have a financial plan. Um, so let me you know, get to the gist of it. Um, him and his wife are approaching retirement. He's probably going to work for five more years. He'll be retirement age this year. His wife has already started taking Social Security. Um but in the last five years, there's some hardships that have happened to some of his family members. And he's like, I don't know what to do. Should I take it now or should I take it later? And there's so many more questions that I had, but you could tell that he just wanted that simple answer. Um, let's see. So he and his wife have been providing financially for a family member after a messy, messy divorce. Um, and the question is, can you possibly answer that, Chad, CFP Chad Burton? Well, there's so many things to consider. I mean, first of all, if, if she's taking it already, right. um, it means that they've probably already lost the one thing spouses can do now, which is basically take a restricted application. Um, that means you can you can switch Social Security 
best. But at this point, he only has one option. Do I take it now or do I wait all the way until I'm age 70? It never pays to wait past age 70. There's no point okay. in waiting after 70 because between your full retirement age and 70, it's about an 8% rate of return on your money if you live into your 80s. And that's a great rate of return right now, right? Sure. Anytime it's a great rate of return. Um, in in their case, though, they have to realize that even if he's older, even if he's less healthy than the wife, if his check is going to be bigger, when when he dies, his wife's check's going to go away, and his wife's going to keep his check for the rest of her life. Right. So there's spousal planning here that you have to deal with. There's longevity issues that you got to deal with. If they're both you know unhealthy and and no kids, then yeah, take it early. But um, if if one of them is going to live into their mid to late 80s or beyond, then he's probably going to want to still delay. And if Rob, honestly, if this is a question that he has to ask, that if there's enough financial strife there that he's got to take Social Security now or wait, he's probably not truly ready to retire in five years. He may want to, but he probably doesn't have enough money to retire in the Bay Area in five years. I'm going to find out a little bit more on that, but that seems to be the the point that I'm getting at is um, how much money under management or how much assets do you have? Um, do you own a home? What other you know things are we looking at here? But he's kind of got that hardship cash flow going right now at 62, and it's like that's a bad time to hit a hardship cash flow issue. Um, it, it, so many people are enablers too, so you almost have to. And this is where you know being a certified financial planner goes into the counseling phase, and, and this is probably why you know personal financial planning degree programs are teach they're taught out of the human sciences department oddly enough in, in a lot of colleges because you've got to say okay what's the plan for you to not enable this person that you're not caring for because if it's a messy divorce it's not a disability right it's not like you're dealing with a special needs child or or a parent incapacitated it's somebody that's probably gone through hard times and you got to make sure you're not enabling that person and it drains your retirement because i see it all the time that's a little bit hard, but I, I appreciate it because that's something that I could say, hey, Chad said this, so I can push that off on from me to you. <laughs> Listen to this podcast. I'll be the bad guy. Speaking of which, um, yeah, so delaying, it, it gives you a, you know more cash flow later. Um, it's sometimes about spousal planning, not cash flow planning. Um, is there a, a fear of inflation, kind of like get it now and invest it or get it now and, and sock it away? Because I've seen some people you know, who are on disability and they're getting income in and you know, the, the idea is like, what can I do to make it all work as best as possible for me? Is there any scenario where you would say take it early just to make the bills meet? Um, well, a lot of times that's one of the worst things you can do because that's typically um, a situation where somebody has been forced into retirement or they retired too early. And if they're having to take Social Security to make the bills meet, it might be a better idea if they own a home, to do a reverse mortgage so that they have some access to some funds and so they can wait till their Social Security check starts coming in at 70 when it's much larger. So that, that reverse mortgage can be that plan B for those that were forced into retirement through and they got laid off, they can't find another job, uh, health issues, something like that. Um, that. That would probably be the more typical scenario there. So what I think I'm getting at is I want to my next question for you on this very same email. It's a friend of mine. He's 62. His wife has already taken Social Security. They're happily married. They're helping out a, I guess, a child um, who's going through a bad divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, at what point in time, like also, he's still working. 
what's the formula if you're working how much social sec- and you're taking social security that you lose because i know it's not a full benefit or it gets complicated well yeah i mean first of all they look at your highest 40 quarters right okay. and so it, you you really want to make sure that towards the end of your working life that a lot of people go into their main earnings years in you know mid to late 50s and you can actually do social security analysis to say, okay, if I continue to work, what does my benefit do versus they're going to look at only, you know, 10 years of really mediocre income and only five years of high income. So Rob, there's things there's even, you can do it online. Social security analysis, like 90 bucks, $99. We have software as we, as we do it as part of an overall financial plan. And you can look at all these different options. Um, so that you can make a very careful decision on when to take Social Security. And a lot of times it works out these days because there's, there's some of the spousal benefits like file and suspend, that's yeah. gone. Restricted applications are still available um, where if they're both full retirement age and they play off you know, the spouse with the lower benefit could play off the spouse with the higher benefits and then switch to their own later. But sometimes that couple might have all of their money in pre-tax 401ks and everything they take out to live from that period of time where they retire to 70 is a 100% 100% taxable, and that may not benefit that couple. So you got the maximization of the Social Security and use software to do that, and then what's that specific situation? Sounds good. It's CFP Chad Burton. You can go to newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Sign up for the Retirement Income and Tax Planning Seminar at the Toll House Hotel. Thursday, September 20th. That means it's getting towards the end of the year, which means we'll talk about the end of the year investing. We'll talk about 2019 investing. We'll talk about um, tax planning. Again, that's very, very complicated. In just this one segment alone, you can see how Social Security planning isn't the easiest, simplest process. But you can find CFP Chad Burton live on this station Tuesdays and Wednesday mornings, 6 to 7 a.m. a.m. 1220 KDOW. You can also um, find them at newfocusfinancial.com. And there's podcasts. Oh, my goodness, is there a podcast? At newfocusfinancial.com, you can sign up for the podcast and come out to the event while you're there. Plus, there's some really good downloadables. So go do three things today. Go to newfocusfinancial.com, sign up for the seminar at the 20th of September. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. I want your sex and your affection when they're holding you close. <laughs> don't even know. I can make your hands clap. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. i got a big seminar coming up. But before I get there, I want to kind of talk about like sometimes there's a cult of personality thing. As an investor, you look at someone like maybe Steve Jobs and you go, this guy's on to something. Or maybe look at Tesla and Elon Musk. Now, my opinion on Tesla and Elon Musk three years ago was much higher than it is now because he's kind of devolved. He's got a bad split up with a very, very young girlfriend. And he has a new young girlfriend. And I think that's okay. That's that's kind of eccentric. He's he's a billionaire. He, he, that is what it is. Um, but then he starts like saying marijuana's bad, kills productivity, and he's caught smoking marijuana. Um, there's just a lot of... Sometimes don't get caught up in the cult of personality. You've got to look at the numbers. Speaking of looking at the numbers, CFP, Chad Burton, he gets the big picture. He gets the small picture. Financial planning is kind of that scenario. How are you, Mr. Burton? Doing well. Thank you. 
We have a big seminar coming up, and uh, we're always looking forward to these. It's uh, Toll House Hotel. A couple, um, it's a, I guess it's a Thursday, the 20th of September. So it's 6.30 to 8.30. It's, it's not the easiest place to get to in traffic, so let's just say it's 6 o'clock in your head. Give yourself a little extra time. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. While you're there, you can jump on Chad's podcast and much, much more. Are you eating celery? I'm just messing with my microphone like a rookie. <laughs> grossest thing I ever saw, and not the grossest, because I've seen a mini grocer. But have you ever been in a steam room and someone comes in with celery and starts eating it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like carrots and some ranch dip. Just carrots and celery. everywhere. Like, are you, I get it. They're healthy snacks, but let me sweat, sweat for uh, five, ten minutes. So... You and I are going over some um, financial planning issues, and financial planning issues are big, right? Sometimes it's real estate, sometimes it's insurance, sometimes it's life insurance. Um, you know, sometimes it's not having enough money, sometimes it's it's kind of cutting your taxes down. But I saw one that was pretty interesting. Someone bought a home in San Ramon, 1,300 square feet back in 2011. It's a husband, wife, two kids. So 1,300 square feet turns small as your kids get older and older and older. And uh, she asked me for my prediction, the real estate prediction. Is it going to go higher or lower from here? Because they bought it for $400,000, and it's probably worth $1.1 million now, um, or $950,000 to $1.1 million, depending on bids. 1,300 square feet, crazy. But talk about that a little bit, Chad. Of in the Bay Area, sometimes there's this, you know, it's like, do we sell now? Do we turn it into a rental? Um, do we wait I mean, if I could live in a 1,300 square feet with a wife and two kids until they're 18, it would be a, a bonding experience. <laughs> it wouldn't be a good experience, and maybe one of the kids would be dead, but um, yeah. it would be a bonding experience. A little too too little space for me. What are your thoughts? Yeah, having, having three teenagers, that just that's tough. Yeah. I, would, I don't think I would be able to handle that. It's definitely not a bonding experience, I can tell you that. Um, it, well, you know, this is this is happening all over the country, but definitely mostly along the West Coast and especially in the Bay Area. Um, and first of all, you want to the, the the term that we've always used is if you want to really delay or ruin your retirement, just consistently trade houses, spouses, and cars. Right? That, that'll yeah. just ruin it. That's a great one. So the the thing that you have to consider with anything real estate wise when you're you know, I don't know how much longer it'll run. Um, we we have some home sales that are down a little bit. Um, but the prices are still elevated, and that's because interest rates are extremely low. The first thing you want to think about is that you're typically not buying the home, right? You're buying the mortgage, you're buying a payment that you can afford. Um, so anything that you do in real estate right now, you've got to be comfortable being there for 10-plus years, Comfortable, very comfortable being able to afford it 10-plus years, going through a recession where one of you may lose a job for six months um, and be able to still be okay financially. Yeah. You don't want to stretch too far at this point in time. Everything's elevated, so a lot of times you're you know you're just swapping across, and interest rates are low, so it's still a good opportunity to swap into that next home, as long as you can consider that ten year time horizon and that you will likely go through a correction sooner than later. It's pretty interesting to note. Like, um, you probably get this. I get this just crazy amounts. What should I do? And in this case, it's a husband and wife, and they've got good income, and it's like it's almost like a pressure of, like, you answer the question for me because it's too much for my head to process. Mm-hmm. Do you get? Do you feel that vibe from people? Like, I feel that vibe from people? 
Oh, all the time, but I love it. And that's why I, I like what I do so much because everything is so different. I'd get bored if I did the same thing every single day. And when it, go ahead. I was just going to say, when it comes to money answers, typically it's not one right answer. It's here's two or three possibilities. What feels the best for your family? Because people are so different personality wise in terms of what makes them tick. And that's you know, opposites attract. So you got to find a happy medium with a couple often. I've got a neighbor who waddled up to me because he just recently had hip surgery. And um, I guess we're getting older, right? When, we, when you have a neighbor waddling up, that's when you start coming up with the financial planning questions. And uh, he got sold a lot of bad product 20, 30 years ago, a lot of whole life, a lot of variable life. And um, to this day, he still believes everything that he was sold, but he also knows that it was a bad deal. It's, it's kind of an interesting you know, dilemma. He's like, yeah, my annuity gives me 7% gains every year. I'm like, you sure about that? And uh, I said, you yeah. know what the internal fees are? And he goes, internal fees? <laughs> and um, talk a little bit about that with me a little bit. of. Um, in this case, he came, comes up with a variable annuity. He's lived almost to 60. When do you start thinking about cashing in some of your annuities, getting whatever cash you can for it, and saying, okay, my well, you, kids are in college yeah. now. I've outlived this. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, I've been thinking about doing a, a webinar about a annuity rescue type of a situation because okay. a lot of people have annuities and a lot of, you know, 98% of annuities are horrible, but 2% of them out there work. And this is coming from, you know, fee-only advisor here. Um, the You and I used to tell people all the time, never, ever, 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 ever buy annuities. And they've kind of heard us change the tune a little bit because, as people have realized that commission-based advisors should not really be out there, um, the annuity industry has changed a bit. And there's certain things. You first have to figure out what is this annuity supposed to do. Is it supposed to be safe money and be liquid, guaranteed safe money? Is it supposed to provide income for you? Or maybe you can leverage it and use it to pay for long-term care costs when you're you know, 70, 80, 90 years old. So there's now a lot of options out there. You can take an old annuity and do a 1035 exchange into a new one without paying all those taxes. And there's the same sort of a rescue program with old life insurance policy people bought where, oh, you, you put money in, you're going to get all this income tax-free in retirement, and almost none of those work out. And But they have a cash value, and so you should leverage that cash value. Most of the time, you work with a better life insurance agent, get more life insurance, or either get a type of contract where that life insurance could be used while you're still alive in the form of pain for things like long-term care when you're in your 70s and 80s. Sounds about right. Um, if you have questions, you can email chad at chad at newfocusfinancial.com. You can go to newfocusfinancial.com and find his email there. But while you're there, you could also sign up for his podcast which is pretty darn good. And the newsletters, eh, it's good. But the podcast is pretty darn good. It's kind of like a college course on financial planning. Uh, no disrespect for you. Sometimes I slept through college courses. But financial planning and education is super, super important. Um, and you can come to the seminar on uh, Thursday, September 20th, 630 to 830. Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos. What a great hotel. Great place for appetizers before and after the event. That's what I do. You can come to the event, sign up at newfocusfinancial.com, use the code RADIO25 to get in for free.
comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. We have a big event coming up at the Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos, CFP, Chad Burton, and I, and newfocusfinancial.com. You can go to newfocusfinancial.com to sign up for the event. It's Thursday, 6.30 to 8.30, September 20th. Now, why is this important? Because it's right in the heart of Facebook and Apple, and uh, you name the tech company, LinkedIn, Google, uh, there's plenty of them. <laughs> I, 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 now I'm starting to think of tech companies, and that's kind of the fun part about it. But when you saw tech executives in front of Congress, and if you are a tech employee, you better hope they don't break up your company, because if they do, you might very well lose a job. And if you haven't financially planned correctly, it could lead to financial hardship, especially if you're driving around a Bugatti, because you're going to quickly learn Bugattis have much lower resale values than buying it brand new. But good problem to have. CFP Chad Burton is going to talk to everyone about retirement income and tax planning. Um, Chad, Bugatti or no Bugatti? <laughs> no Bugatti for me. I'm not a car guy. I'm a boat guy. You know that. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, my kids love Bugattis, and I'm like, I can get it for you for college if you want. I said, Oh no, no. Let me correct that. You could have that or a college. And uh, they're like, We'll do college. But fifty staring me with a stink eye straight in the. Uh, my life at this point in time. So financial planning is becoming more and more interesting to me. Um, you're a CFP certified financial planner. Uh, we were talking last segment a little bit about, you know, financial planning, about jumping, moving up houses and mm-hmm. the cost of it. And you were quick to correct me that we did not quite finish that email because not only did we talk about the financial ramifications of don't lose your job while you're, you know, upgrading your lifestyle, but she had a question inside of it where she talked about remodeling. In the Bay Area, you can keep your tax basis if you remodel, get more square footage, things along those lines. I think you can tear down everything except for the chimney and keep your same tax uh, basis, which is kind of silly. Well, yeah, and they they had you know the kind of these key ages of kids twelve and ten. Um, that's kind of at the age where it gets real tough to start changing schools, right? So when you're trying to move or upgrade your house and you're trying to figure out school districts and everything else, you you really have to do some pros and cons here when you have the option to build up uh-huh. like they, they do, right? They can add a story, expand a little bit on their current lot, or just flat-out move. So they, there seemed to be almost a sense of urgency email. When you start to get that, that FOMO, that fear of missing out in anything financial, you're usually about to make a mistake. So I don't think rates are going to be jumping drastically any. I think a lot of people thought it would be above 3% on the 10-year treasury by August, and it's not. So um, we've got some time, and you have to say, okay, here's the costs to build onto the existing home and the benefits. And maybe the benefit is we like the neighborhood. We like our neighbors. We like our schools. Um, Here's the financing options to do that. Typically, when you're building, it's tough to lock rates. You're usually using an equity line of credit to add, and then you can refinance after everything's done, and you can get the house appraised. Because you can't do appraisal. I think people need to realize that you don't want to tear half your house down and then think you can go through your cash and then go to the bank and then get an appraisal when your house is all torn up. That's not going to work. So you have to have everything penciled out. If you get an estimate to do any kind of a project on your home, add 35% to it, because that's what it's actually going to end up costing. 
Um, I see that time and time again. I just went through it personally on my project. Um, and, and just write down the pros and the cons and the financing options and the the cash flow issue. What I hate it when people do, Rob, is they, they get that fear of missing out on real estate. And they to get into the new home, they either have to stop adding to the 401k and give up that free employer match, yeah. or they're pulling money from their 401k and truly robbing their retirement. And is this home really worth you working an extra 15 years? That's what you have to ask yourself sometimes when you do those things. So just take it slow. There's going to be other options for you if you miss this kind of window. You know, the sheriff of Nottingham fought Robin Hood from stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. Mm -hmm. He could be the sheriff of 401ks where you stop people from taking money from their 401k (laughs) and putting in dumb real estate. So not dumb real estate. Let me correct that. Real estate's great. It's an asset that works over time. It's, it's, It's great. But a lot of people have unrealistic expectations on real estate. Yeah, especially now when I see people, um, they they look at the the size of the rent that they can get on a property versus taking the annual net income divided by the property value and um, net meaning after taxes after property management fees. I'm seeing numbers sub three percent in the Bay Area. I'm like, I would never do that. I love real estate, always looking, but I would never go sub three percent on real estate just because I think the prices will continue to appreciate. That sounds like 2006 to me. Right. Now, let me see if I can draw a comparison between Apple's worth a trillion, Amazon's worth a trillion. My square footage on my street is at over almost $1,100 a square foot if you're going to buy a home. Um, the law of big numbers, I don't see a, a, I don't see Apple doubling to $2 trillion as easily as they went from $500 billion to $1 trillion or $200 billion to $500 billion. Does that work in real estate, too? Do we, ha- do we fear big numbers? Or do bigger numbers always happen? Should we accept it? Um, you, you, you fear lack of wage inflation, and you fear higher interest rates when it comes to real estate. Okay. Lack real estate is not the price. It's, it's the, the cost of the mortgage, the payment as people can't afford to buy cash. You know, it's happening all the time in the Bay Area, but most of the country can't afford to just go in and buy them with all cash. They usually put 20 to 30% down and get a 30-year mortgage. And it's the affordability of that 30-year mortgage, and that's tied directly to real estate. And if property values go up, it means wages have to go up because you have to be able to afford more when you buy that home. So um, that's what you have to fear when it comes to, to real estate. I mean, it's I don't see, a, a, again, there's, there's too many things going on in the world with currencies and other things like that where we can't let rates go up too quickly. Mm-hmm. And there's not quite enough wage inflation, but... Um, it's something to keep an eye on when it comes to real estate, for sure. In today's um, jobs report, or the jobs report, essentially, that comes out in September for the previous two months, um, tied towards August in this case, wage inflation, wage growth had the best wage growth since post-recession. Are we getting ready to go into a boom cycle where you know we could kind of reignite the flames again under the stock market with wage growth, with housing growth, or one number does not make a trend? Well, it's not just one number, but I think a little bit of healthy wage growth would be healthy for the stock market. Um, it's kind of interesting. We have to get past these reports that we're we're getting now because now in quarterly reports in terms of earnings reports, we're seeing the effects of the tax cuts. So the earnings reports are always compared to the same quarter last year. So we're expecting really good reports in October, really good reports in January, 
and we're seeing great revenue growth, some of the highest revenue growth across the board of the S&P 500 in years. Uh, balance sheets look great, and there's a lot of really good positives out there, but then you've got the comparisons next year, right? And they're going to be a lot tougher to make, and we've got to get through the trade issues that are going on right now, and things could really continue to skyrocket. And the next thing to come would be wage inflation, because people are starting to demand higher wages. It's harder to get uh, higher-end employees, especially in, like, our business, you know, good financial advisors. Um, and we're seeing that across the board in tech, too. So I think it's I think it's coming. I think it'll be good if it comes. I hope we get middle-class wage inflation for sure. So at the upcoming Retirement Income and Tax Planning Seminar, Toll House Hotel, Los Gatos, California, September 20th, 630 to 830, you're going to be obviously hitting a lot of the Retirement Income and Tax Planning. I'll talk a little bit about 2019. Um, one of the parts of income and retirement that a lot of people don't get is that you can have a blended approach where you have stocks and dividends. You don't have to have cash in the bank, but cash in the bank is part of it too. And then CDs may one day be part of it, may not. Um, how much more complicated is income and retirement than just the simple title income and retirement? That sounds easy. Well, yeah. So first of all, and wait, wait, I got to open up a beer for this one. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, this might be uh, investing for income is a mistake. Typically, an income portfolio is a mistake. How's that? You have a because if you invest for just income, you're going to invest in nothing but interest rate sensitive assets that will decline if interest rates or inflation increases. So you have to just invest. You have to have a portfolio that matches you. So a lot of times, my favorite type of allocation for retirement, if you can handle the, the risk tolerance, would be three years' worth of portfolio draws in cash, okay. and the rest of the portfolio no more than about 60 65% in growth. And sometimes your stocks may go a little bit towards more of the defensive or higher-income assets, but those are the assets that are still expensive right now after the last several years. Um, so investing for income means the right time to peel the gains out of the stock portfolio, the right way to take your dividends and interest and replenish the cash that you spend, and constantly looking to money on the off the table on a quarterly basis up to the amount that you've spent. And then where you're taking that money from is hugely important in retirement because you're going to be in an extremely low tax bracket if you blend income from different assets because there's a certain amount of capital gains you can take, it'd be at 0 to 10% range, and a certain amount of IRA income you can take and be at a 12% range. Um, and tax planning for you and I right now, it's like, how can I pay the least amount of taxes today? But in retirement, you have a limited resource. That's your portfolio. And you have to have, how can I blend my income to pay the least amount of taxes over the next 35 years? You have to be much more forward-looking versus just dealing with today. You know what I love about that statement, and then I'm going to plug the seminar, is that 20 years ago I used to go, old people are worried about taxes, but if, if you're paying taxes, you're making money. Now that I'm an old person, I don't want to pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> the way it works, right? Big five is coming, right. Yeah. Stink eye is looking me, the big five O. Anyhow and anyway, you can find CFP Chad Burton at the seminar coming up Thursday at Toll House Hotel, Retirement Income and Tax Planning Seminar. In Los Gatos, 630 to 830, you can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. There's a lot of good downloads, and there's his podcast there. Go to newfocusfinancial.com and use the code RADIO25 to get in for free as a radio listener.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. I've known CFP Chad Burton roughly 20 years. Maybe you're on top, maybe you're on bottom of that, but pretty close. I think I'm really good at tech stocks, and I'm pretty good at market indicators, and I'm pretty good about the idea of wealth accumulation. I got that. I've never had the wealth management, and that's what CFP Chad Burton brings to my life, newfocusfinancial.com, a group of certified financial planners. Um, he's very, very good at what he does as a certified financial planner. Again, it's um, wealth management versus wealth creation. I think we all kind of fancy ourselves as wealth creators. But wealth managers, very, very, very few people. And uh, you just sent your son off to college, Chad, one of your sons. And one of the, he's going to study wealth management and financial planning. And even if he doesn't become a financial planner, I think that may be the best degree to send your kid to school for these days because Visa will hire anyone. You don't have to have a financial degree, but... Uh, they'll hire you if you're a psychiatrist, a psychologist. They're they're the most diverse company I've ever seen. But uh, good job sending your kid to a school where you can learn financial basics. Should have been taught way before college, right? Yeah, and what's interesting too is that, you know he's extremely interested and he's been investing since he was younger. Um, the other two teenagers aren't quite as into it as he was, so it's it's amazing that I can have you know three kids from the same. Two people, and they're all very different, even in how they deal with money. But I, I think it's an amazing degree. First of all, if they do other things, if it, if they want to, if he wants to be an attorney, which I think would be great at, because he can debate you until you feel, you know, that you're not as smart as he is, and he's much younger. It's really interesting. But um, there's other things too. I mean, if you're an attorney and you have a financial background, especially like a divorce or family law attorney, uh-huh. it can be extremely beneficial. Um, or if you just go into business in general. So a lot of colleges are offering these personal financial planning degree programs now, including Texas Tech, um, uh, Missouri. I, I, I'm spacing kind of a lot of the colleges, but there's a lot yeah. of scholarships available too. And Texas Tech, the kids, all of the kids before they graduated last year out of that program had job offers before they graduated. So I went very high demand too. I went to a dog show a couple weeks ago where they trot out like, best of breed kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And the American Kittle Association gives away so many scholarships because, you know, if you want to, like, show a dog at one of these events, they will basically give you a scholarship to go to college. Um, and I think that to maybe to study veterinarian kind of thing, veterinarian college. I don't know all the details, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of scholarships out there still to this day. There is a ton. Um, in the state of Washington alone, I think only something like, Forty percent of the available scholarship money is actually applied for and claimed. Wow! Uh, I just read that recently. So I, I really feel like I failed in pressing him to apply for more and more. Uh, he got some scholarships, and little little trick out there that even a college advisor didn't know at Texas Tech. If you qualify for a scholarship, even if it's like a thousand bucks, like a presidential award or something like that, yeah. um, in-state tuition saving me. You know, ten grand a year. So there's some tricks out there. I thought you were going to knock me for going to a dog show. <laughs> just I just kind of I just try to block that out because I just I really don't believe going to a which you see on TV <laughs> dog shows versus what you see in reality two very different worlds. But neither here nor there. Um, 
CFP Chat Burton, you're going to be in Los Gatos Thursday, 6.30 to 8.30. A lot of resources and free downloads at newfocusfinancial.com. We're in the process of revamping that again to make it even more uh, free downloads and even easier access to podcasts. People can find it at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free for the seminar. Quick email, and we're running out of time. This one says, I'm retired, recently divorced. That's a bummer. As a single filing tax return for next year, I know my taxes will go up. Annual income about 55000 with retirement and rental income. How can I portion? How can I put a portion of my Social Security in tax-free account? And this is from Kathy. Sounds like life is about to change for Kathy. Yeah, and I don't really, with the, first of all, you got a now standard deduction if you're single. The first $12,000 of income is totally tax-free, so I don't think she's going to pay a lot of taxes. The rental income usually is not 100% taxable because of depreciation, so you look at the Schedule E. What's amazing is that she says she can put some of her Social Security away. So she's living off of 55000 in the Bay Area. She's living off less of that, so that's pretty good. Um, the thing you have to worry about in this situation is the Social Security and how you invest, because how you invest can directly relate to the taxation of Social Security. Sometimes tax-free bonds, if you don't need the income, are not good for you because they can cause your Social Security to be taxable. Because the formula is one half your Social Security plus all of your income, including tax-free bonds. So she has to pay attention to her asset location in addition to her asset allocation in this case. Good stuff. Anything else you want to plug about the seminar coming up? Or you obviously do a show from... Six to seven, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. We replace some of the best of on Fridays, six to seven. Anything you want to plug? Anything you want to push? Yeah. I, no, I'm going to give examples of the, the event on how some people can blend their income and have well over six-figure income and be at lower than a 12% federal effective tax rate by blending capital gain income and IRA and other types of income. Because this this bracket is very confusing. We have to use software now to figure out how to do this because... The, the capital gains brackets are still based on old law. And then we have these lower income tax brackets. And so everything you do can affect the income taxes on the normal normal income and capital gain income. So you have to be careful, but there's a lot of benefits in this new tax code. A lot of good benefits, a lot of good opportunities, but a lot of things will be missed. Um, you can find CFP Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. That's probably a good starting point today to start thinking about your wealth preservation and retirement income planning. Check it out. You can also come to the event September 20th at the Toll House Hotel, 6.30 to 8.30. We'll be there a little early. We'll stay a little longer. Um, again, the Toll House Hotel, great location if you've never been to Los Gatos. It's kind of like a mini vacation. Um, it's a dream little city, and the Toll House Hotel is awesome with food and such. Um, but retirement income and tax planning seminar September 20th, Thursday, 630 to 8.30. See you there. You can get in free going to newfocusfinancial.com and using the code RADIO25. Lots of good downloads and sign up for Chad's podcast right there, right then. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.